Hi, it's Roger Sitkins. Welcome to Winning Strategies. Today we're going to talk about are you happy or are you frustrated? I'm sure you're familiar with the opening line of Charles Dickens' A Tale of Two Cities. It was the best of times, it was the worst of times. I believe this may apply to many independent insurance agencies today. It's the best of times because agency values have never been higher and the economy's doing pretty well. But it may also be the worst of times due to declining market share in certain areas, shrinking commission rates, tremendously increased competition from the direct writers, and the growing challenge to find new sales and service personnel, and on top of that, pretty poor pipelines. On top of all of those issues, you can add digital disruption in both commercial and personal lines. Although this is something that was barely recognized a decade ago, now there are scores of companies worldwide that are developing digital distribution for the insurance industry. As a result of these and many other trends, a growing number of agency principals are feeling pressure and becoming dissatisfied with their business. Many have lost personal financial freedom because they're working harder than ever to stay ahead of the escalating competition. That's why I frequently ask them the following question. What frustrates you the most in your business today? I can tell you the list is endless. The inability to overcome these frustrations is making a huge number of agency owners miserable. At the same time, too few are willing to invest the time, energy, and money needed to improve by resolving the cause of their frustrations. It's possible they don't really grasp the long-term effects of doing nothing. So the question is twofold. Are you happy or are you frustrated? What is causing your happiness or frustration? For most agency owners, it boils down to one or more of the following. The ability to grow your top-line revenues, your current profit margins, your overall agency team, the carriers you represent, your agency's automation system and how well it's utilized, your contingency and profit-sharing income, your day-to-day -day life, the client experience your team delivers, and what about your perpetuation plan? While preparing for this podcast, I remembered one of the earliest lessons I learned in business. It was a sign I saw on a break room bulletin board at the office of one of my first ever consulting clients. It said, one of the worst things that can happen to a person is to wake up at age 65 and realize they never really hit their potential and then realize it's too late. Well, as you all know, this is a great business. You don't have to really do a lot of things new and different or things I've shared with you, and you're still gonna do okay. Actually, you'll do way better than okay, and certainly much better than those people that work longer hours at very, very stressful jobs. Recently, my wife and I took a two-week Mediterranean cruise on Regent Seven Seas. Thanks to the exceptional accommodations, food, staff, and service that the cruise line provided, we enjoyed an outstanding customer experience, one, by the way, that I plan to repeat in the near future. Our suite was located one deck below and just aft of the command bridge, which gave us a nice bird's eye view of the docking process each time we came into port. We were awestruck by how expertly and seemingly easily the captain and the crew maneuvered this massive vessel. This got me thinking about the scope 
of the captain's responsibility. Besides being responsible for the lives of hundreds of guests and the crew members, the captain's responsible for the safety of the actual ship. With so much at stake, I figured that these people, they've got to make a ton of money. So I asked my friend Siri, how much money does a cruise ship captain earn? The answer, depending on the size of the ship and a few other factors, was in the range of $150,000 to $180,000 annually. I thought to myself, that's it? That's it? A semi-good producer makes that and a lot more each year. Recently, I spoke to an agency owner who, from a pure business perspective, is doing a very poor job of leading and growing his agency. Even so, between what he takes out in a draw and receives in contingency income, he's making way more than the cruise ship captain did, and he had fewer than 15 employees. Now, sure, it may be coming in the front door and going out the back, but he's still making a lot of money. Now, compare that to what the captain of a cruise ship makes and tell me who's got the better job. But if these are the best of times, isn't it time to maximize your revenues, your profits, and your agency value? Isn't it time to stop losing millions of dollars of value? Remember, everyone eventually leaves their business. Why are you leaving millions on the table? Isn't it time to stop living on someday aisle? Someday I'll do this, someday I'll do that, someday I'll make this change, someday I'll implement the program. But you know, right now, I'm just too busy. So many people are just busy being busy. Isn't it time to finally implement a sales process that changes the game, that changes the conversation, that gets you out of the commodity-based selling, one that truly differentiates you from your competition? You know, are you chasing suspects and prospects, or as I've talked to you recently about future ideal clients? It's going to be tough to succeed if you and your producers don't know exactly what your future ideal clients look like, and you haven't come up with the actual list of them. Not a prospect list, a future ideal client list. Now, this is a simple approach. Remember KISS, keep it simple. That's what really works. But you have to actually do it. Certainly, creating an ideal client's list takes work. But so does practice quoting and chasing prospects that say, sure, you can give me a quote. We're always looking to save money and keep our current agent honest. To avoid that, you need to know exactly who you are targeting and how you'll reach them. This requires things like research, practice and preparation, and developing and following your overall process. Otherwise, every prospect, even the mere foggers, seems like a good prospect. Of course, you never know you might get lucky, right? So here's a challenge for you. Get away from all the noise, the clutter, the activity around you and invest one 168th of your week, that's just one hour, by the way, just one time, and think about those things you're happy with and those things that frustrate you. Next, answer a simple question. What am I going to do about it? This is a very worthwhile exercise that will create some much-needed clarity about the journey you should be on. I believe every agency owner needs to identify clearly the journey that they're on. What's the journey to the future? See, I believe if you don't design your own future, somebody else is going to, and it may force you to follow a poor business model. You may recall one of our podcasts where I talked about the circle of choice. 
It discussed the importance of focusing on the things within your control that drive great results. I believe you have a choice to be happy or frustrated, and I think happy is a whole lot better, and happy comes when we get better results, and that's when we sell even more, we retain even more, and we earn even more. To do that, we're going to lead even more. I'll talk to you again soon.